Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. It's fight week. BTC9 going down February 29th at The Odd in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada. Make sure you get your tickets. This is The Building Downtown. I'm your host, Jason Kelly. Follow us at The Building DT. Make sure you follow and subscribe on all major platforms, YouTube, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google, all those places. We have a special guest joining us this evening. He is the matchmaker for BTC. His name is Rob Beavers. He'll be joining us momentarily to talk a little bit about uh, the matches coming up on BTC9 how he got into the position as matchmaker, as well as some of the fundamentals of building a card and what goes into his job. BTC9 is headlined by Jesse Ronson, who was in the UFC, the PFL, and he is fighting Troy Lampson, who you may have seen recently on uh, Dana White looking for a fight. Uh, there is a slew of good fights on that card. Adam Asenza and Cody Fister is one. Plus, we're going to go through all the fights on this card once we get Rob on the line here. And without further ado, let's bring him in. All right, now joining the show is BTC matchmaker Rob Beavers. Rob, how's it going this evening? Not too bad, my man. How are you doing? Doing great. I'm glad we got some time together. Uh, matchmaker is always an interesting person to talk to. Before we get into this BTC9 card, uh, I'd like to get a little history on you. Matchmaking in MMA is not exactly a uh, job you can aim for when you're in high school, then do four years of college, get yeah. your, your diploma degree, and then you know go on to get a job in matchmaking. So uh, how did you stumble uh, into this job? Well, I've uh, sort of been in and around um, MMA for quite a while, um, and then when, when BTC um, decided that they were going to do do some shows, um, I sort of reached it. Well, I was just talking to one of the fighters about it, and, uh, and, and they were telling me what was happening and who was uh, pegged to be the matchmaker at the time, um, and that was uh, Coach Maz at uh, Burlington Academy. Uh, BAAC is is, is uh, the gym name. I can't remember what it, what it stands for. Anyways, I know he's super busy. He runs Wacko, which is a kickboxing uh, organization on, in Canada worldwide. Uh, so he's busy with that, busy with the gym, busy coaching fighters. So I just said, hey, if if he needs some help, I'm I'm more than happy and, and actually very much interested in helping. And um, the guy said, okay, cool. Let me. I'll just run that by him. I went home and I put together. Um, a boat list for that particular show that I thought would be um, great for the promotion, great for the fans. And um, later that day, I was sort of quasi-hired as the matchmaker for BTC, and here we are three years later. <laughs> so you've been there since, what, day one? Uh, I'd say day two. Day yeah, two? Pretty, pretty much uh, right from the beginning of things, yep. Right from the beginning of things. So you've had a hand in putting together. Is there are there any other matchmakers that play a part at all? Like do you bounce ideas off? No, I'm. Uh, well, for the most part, it's me. But I will definitely for some of the bigger fights or or whatever. I'll I'll, I'll reach out to the the owners of the promotion itself, Sherry Carruthers and Irene Starr, and and uh, I'll say, hey, what do you think about this? Or I know it doesn't exactly scream ticket sales, but 
I think we can get tickets from this side of things, but also it's going to be a super awesome fight that uh, we should put on. I like that you mentioned ticket sales. So you're, you're approaching this business minded. You're not just looking at, you have to. that's a wicked scrap. You're looking at what, what the draw is financially as well. You have to 100% you have to, and that's, it's the good and the bad of, of a, the job, but also the, the, the promotion business. If there's not people there watching the show, there's not going to be any shows because it, it's very expensive to put on the shows properly. I mean, there's, there's different ways that, that, um, people can and, and will definitely cut corners and that's not um something we're interested in doing uh whatsoever the the the, the venues the um the stuff uh, backstage for the guys the hotels that sort of thing uh you know we're not putting them in like a, a comfort in or a motel six or anything <laughs> like that uh the hotels are are uh, are legit hotels and stuff like that a little minor things that you know, to each individual athlete, it's not that big of a deal, but it's nice that it's not, you know, a cot uh, in a roach infested motel. Um, <laughs> it goes a long way. So there's there's a cost that go along with that. And at the end of the day, there's there's refs that we have to pay judges, officials, the commission as a whole to to regulate it, the venues and all that other stuff as well. All that costs a, a lot of money to, to put these shows on. And and if there's nobody in the building to watch it, then then. Uh, um, you know, only the dumbest of business people will continue to do shows that are hemorrhaging money. And, um, and that's part of the reason why there hasn't been much longevity um, with promotions in, in Ontario. And, and in the fall, we broke the record for, for shows put on by a promotion with just eight. Um, the score oh, fighting. Shit. Yeah. The score fighting series was the, the, the had the most prior to that, um, and they did a, a hell of a job, but again, it was it came down to people showing up to watch, and it just wasn't there, uh, unfortunately. Once Rogers purchased the score, that was the end of that. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. That was a sad day for MMA around here. Oh, it was it was crucial because that it was dead after that, basically. Yeah, or when uh, Garnett Ace uh, was doing uh, the Global Warriors shows, the last, the third one he tried to put on, and uh, Ken Hayashi, the commissioner. He just put an axe to that last minute, and uh, I know Garnett lost his shirt in that. Is uh, commission still a bitch to deal with here? Absolutely not. No, um, they ch it's changed, eh? That's well, the, so the, good the to hear. The commissioner has changed, but the, the thing, yeah. too, and I mean, I, I didn't deal much at all with Ken uh, whatsoever, so the only things that I hear about him are, um, are all hearsay stuff. But yep. um, the way that, for me, and, and some of the other guys, that are, are you know dealing with the, the commission if you do what they ask when they ask for it to be done they're fantastic if you send them matchups that are are equal equal matchups that there's not a lot of, of work that he's got to do in the background to sort of make sense of the fight or or whatever um you're not going to have any issues and and uh, very rarely do i have a fight that i send to him that's rejected Mm -hmm. um because of an experience uh usually it's it's got more it's, there's more to it than an experience um disadvantage for the one guy or, or another um there's usually other things in the background that that lead to uh about being rejected but if you don't dick around with them they're going to be fantastic to work with but the second you start you know trying to lie to them trying to um not pay for certain things or whatever then they're gonna mm -hmm. they're just gonna be 
you know, they, they're by the book. You play by the book. You're going to be in good hands. And that's, um, you know, again, from, from what I've heard uh, inside the commission, sometimes the stuff many years ago, you know, Ken was the quote unquote bad guy, but it wasn't always his fault for certain things being the way they were. Um, but because nobody knows that, all they hear is that Ken was a dick. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know exactly what went on um, with certain things like that, but um, by all accounts, if you play by the rules and, and uh, all that stuff, then there's really no issue. That's good. It seems like you got a real grasp on this. When you were talking about the, the finances, like it sounds like you really get it. Do you have any sort of background in, in finances or education or anything? No, we're just we're a really, really small group um, that put this thing on. Like Irene, Sherry, and, uh, and myself are pretty well the, 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 main, the main three involved in this thing. Uh, we've got some help um, with some younger, some younger folk that are, uh, that are working for us. Uh, they're helping out as well, but more just sort of getting things done that we, that we ask of them to get done. They're learning the ropes a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have to. I, I have to have a, a, a massive understanding of the finance aspect of it. Uh, just basically, when it comes to putting the matchups together, I can't have as much as I would love, and everybody would love to have, you know, a Jesse Ronson versus Troy Lampson um, fight ten times over, or Adam Senza mm-hmm. and, and Cody Fister ten times over. Um, doesn't make sense logistically to, to yeah. have that much oh, money yeah, going okay. out the door. You know what I mean? But it would be a, a, an amazing night of fights. Um, but yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, I, I got to work within a budget and, um, and, and again, we want, I don't want this to be done at nine or done at 10. We plan for the year and I'm telling you now come June, we'll be planning for 2021. And we can't do that. If, if you're constantly just burning money, um, yep. because eventually the money will dry up and then you won't do any more shows. So we have to be, we all have to be smart. I will say that Sherry, who's, who is the absolute driving force behind this whole thing, Sherry Crothers, she doesn't get near enough credit. She has a very, very strong financial background. And, and that's where I learned the little fraction of, of the knowledge that I have in regards to finances and stuff like that with this stuff, it, it stems from her 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, uh, very, very important to this thing. And, and she is hands on with the, with the finances and not a dime is wasted. Nice. So with the, uh, when you're negotiating the, the fighters contracts and keeping finances in mind, uh, what, what are some of the struggles that come up to that? Cause okay. Troy Lampson, take him for, for example, he was just on Dana White looking for a fight. So obviously that, you know, that boosts his stock and everything, but being down in, Miami, it's not like he's going to draw ticket sales. Uh, what what do you get back out of him aside from the name there? Or is that like where you, you take the loss on his fight and gain on where Jesse Ronson's a hometown guy? He's probably going to sell a lot of tickets against a guy who, you know, let's face it, just had face-to-face interaction with Dana White that everyone saw. It's, uh, this, this particular fight is, is kind of an anomaly in the fact that it's, it's a really, really high-level fight. Um, um, both Jesse... Uh, he was fantastic to work with through the whole process. Um, he understands that, um, you know, we aren't the UFC, we aren't PFL. Um, yeah. So it's not like a $20,000 payday is, is coming his way by any means. He was awesome to work with, like really, really easy um, to work with. Um, didn't overshoot his ask by any means. Uh, mm-hmm. So that was pretty straightforward to get to. Uh, Troy Lampson, um, same sort of uh, idea. His his management um they seem to understand too, like this is not 
looking for a fight. This is not a contender series type thing. So you're not getting that money. Um, it's a regional show. The, the, the budget is what it is. So they understand that, that they can't ask for, for tons of money because I really don't care that, that he has just shaken hands with Dana White and fought in front of Dana White or anything like that. I don't care. Mm. <laughs> it means nothing. It means nothing to me yeah. um, whatsoever. I like the fact that he did, and he fought really well uh, on that show. But it means it means nothing to me. So my 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 budget is my budget. I have a number that that I can use, and um, you know a little bit of buffer in some cases. And if if we can't agree on certain things, then we can't agree on it, and we just we both move on, no hard feelings, and it goes from there. Are there but, other spelling? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, with Troy, too, the other thing with him is that um, uh, he's from Detroit, uh, the Detroit area. So yeah. uh, I do think we'll see some, you know, I don't expect a busload of people to come follow him up across the border. But I do imagine that there'll be some, uh, there'll be some folks that, uh, that come across to see him. So there'll be a little bit of uh, a ticket sale behind that, too. But certainly we'll cover his fight. Are there other things that go into um, yeah, like drawing to draw a fighter to come? That's you know, if it's that you can't make it financially, but whether it be exposure or a placement on the card, a co-main or main or something like that, are there other uh, tactics as well that may not just be income when when you're negotiating? Um, like uh, you guys don't have obviously models and outlets and revenues uh, avenues like you know like a Bellator or UFC or anything. That's why I'm asking. Like, is there anything set in this place or anything you guys are working towards, uh, incentives or anything like that? Well, we're always we're always working towards um, bettering um, what we do and what we can do. So if we can, uh, we're working on a couple things right now that will certainly be interesting to uh, future athletes coming on. But um, you know, it depends really. I mean, if if somebody's been inactive for a while because they can't get a fight. Um, and then suddenly I, um, I call and, and now there's some interest or, or whatever the case might be. Um, just being able to offer, offer them a, a platform an opportunity to fight is sometimes all, in, all it takes. Yeah. Is you know, but right for, for right now, like we're, we're, like I say, we're definitely working on, we've got a couple irons in the fire for, for some big things, big changes, um, that will make things more enticing to others. But, um, Really, our main, our main focus and, and you know demographic of athlete we're looking for is the guys in Ontario. The reason we put these shows on is for the athletes in Ontario who, prior to us coming around, didn't have an opportunity to, to fight at home. Are the uh, are the contracts uh, always one fight contracts, or is anyone uh, restricted? No, there's, we've got we've got lots of uh, lots of guys are are, uh, are signed into multi fight deals. Um, in some cases we'll, we'll do single fight deals, but, uh, to, to build the roster when we're doing the amount of shows that we're doing, um, it's good to offer guys multi-fight contracts, which I guess sort of helps answer your previous question where that's an incentive as well. We're unwilling to invest in, uh, in the athlete offering them, um, uh, three, five fights, whatever we work out, um, mm-hmm. then they know that within that 12, 18, 24 month period, they're going to be, they're guaranteed to, to compete and stay busy, stay active. Are they allowed to compete outside of BTC? Uh, it all depends on the situation. Uh, they're, they're, it's an exclusive contract. If there's an opportunity for them elsewhere that, uh, that they're interested in, um, they, they can certainly approach us with that. And if it doesn't impede our scheduling and plans for them or whatever, then, uh, then, but then by all means, they can, uh, they can go down that road for sure. 
Awesome. That's uh, it's always nice to hear because you know, obviously MMA, MMA has evolved over the years, but well, there was a time, and it still happens in some areas where people get locked into terrible contracts, and you know they can't exit, they can't further their career, they can't take advantage of other opportunities, and it's a shame to see that, especially at this level, because it really prevents guys from getting to uh, their ultimate goal, right? Like uh, it, it is, and level. it is, and I know I sort of I know what you're sort of leaning towards and what you're alluding to, and and I'll sort of stay same thing that you're you're saying. But it's it's got to make sense for the business too. Like if if we're not going to let somebody go off, if we have if we have plans for them, whatever the plan is, we don't we're not going to we're not going to let them go. But in other cases where we've seen and and maybe what you're alluding to is where they just have a guy and they bench him and they mm-hmm. keep him there, yeah. just to, out of spite or whatever the case is, just so nobody else can use them. Whatever. I don't agree with that at all, and I think that's that's slimy. Um, mm-hmm. But again, like I say, it's it's a business that that we have to run. So if if we have to roadblock somebody, it's not because we're being malicious. It's a business move. Um, whereas, like I say, in the past we've seen um, different promoters um, park guys and, and bench them with no intent to use them, just so nobody else can use them. Yeah, and uh, this is the. Uh... Well, I mean, your guys' debut in Kitchener, but also debut of MMA at the Odd. Uh, biggest venue around here. I've been waiting years for uh, an MMA event to happen at the Odd. Uh, what did you guys face? Any challenges going up? Like, how? When did you guys start working or talking with the Odd, or was it just did it run smooth? Uh, as far as I know, it's been relatively smooth. I mean, um, I don't, I don't uh, have too, too many conversations with. Uh, with the folks that, uh, at the venues, I'll definitely go and check the venues out with Sherry and and, uh, and Irene usually, and uh, check them out, make sure that they sort of meet our quote unquote specs, and and uh, um, and go from there. Outside of that, the interaction is with with the facility is is Sherry, and um, I don't believe I've heard too many um, negative comments whatsoever about how the folks at the Odd have been have been working. I know they're super excited at the at the Odd with. Uh, with the ticket sales that have been going on thus far, which, uh, which is great news for us, but no, I think the odd has been, um, pretty straightforward and easy to work with. And, um, selecting Kitchener was, was, uh, relatively easy. I mean, uh, Jason Hagholm, our, our commentator, um, is, lives in, in Kitchener. So he was sort of poking me. Um, I know there's a huge combat sports community in, in, uh, in Kitchener. Um, more so Muay Thai and kickboxing and stuff rather than MMA, but um, you know we're hoping to sort of kick that in the ass. We got a few local guys <laughs> on the show, and um, and hopefully the the gyms will see a nice turnout of that uh, from us coming down. But it's you know Kitchener's a fight town, and the Odd is a historic and, and beautiful venue that uh, I'm ready to blow the roof off of next weekend. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, let's get into this card a little bit. Uh, well, going into these cards, obviously covering the score back in the day and. Global Warriors and the other people who popped up around here, uh, a card will get announced and opponents will change about 15 times before the actual fights happen. Has yep. this card stayed pretty intact since uh, since it came out? Um, yes. I want to say yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> Let's not jinx it. Fight week. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, don't, I definitely don't want to jinx anything. Uh, to this point, I think uh, I know that... Um, I'd say 95% of the folks have their medicals uh, completed, passed, and, and submitted, all that stuff. So I'm not really worried about anybody last minute uh, um, 
medical failures, um, okay. so which is always a good thing. Mm-hmm. We have had a couple changes. Uh, Kyle Blinkhorn, um, basically, unfortunately, the day or two after he received his contract, he had uh, like emergency abdomen or abdominal surgery or some crazy thing like that that obviously sidelined him. Um, and then um, we had a, f- a heavyweight bout with Mike Mead that fell apart for, I can't remember why, we paired him up. And then his guy got sick um, a couple days ago. So he's Edward Sponybarger just pulled out um, against Mike Mead. Um, what else have we got that's changed? Knock on wood, I think that's really well, just kind of came down the pipeline to today, really. Uh, the James Clark gave segment fights now off. Um, Clark injured his knee uh, late last week. I was super excited for that fight, but yeah. um, we're going to try to, hopefully James is, it's not uh, no blown out or complete tears or anything like that. So hopefully he's just rests for a few weeks and, and uh, we put that on the Burlington show in June. Uh, but anyways, to answer your question, the nuts and bolts of this card have been the same um, since day one. I guess the other big name that I was really looking forward to was Pat Pitlick, who was supposed to fight, uh, um, he got injured or he had a uh, family situation that, that had him pulled out of the, the card. Uh, but that was relatively early in, in, uh, in things, but that was a huge blow to the card because he was part of the reason why we're going to Kitchener. And, um, and I was, he's seven and one. He's a guy's a savage. I was so looking forward to his <laughs> fight as well. So, um, but anyways, back to your answer again, or your question again, the nuts and bolts have stayed intact, knock on wood um, thus far. Uh, and I think, you know, aside from the Clark fight, which uh, just got scrapped recently, the, the Ronson-Lampson uh, fight, which we already touched on, another one that stands out to me is obviously the Cody Fister, Adam Asenza. Cody mm-hmm. Fister, obviously, you know, has that the UFC recognition to his name, but Adam Asenza, I've been watching that guy throw down for years around here, so it's always nice to see him back in there. Uh, I assume that, you know, you when you... Like, that's the perfect thing. You, you're putting Adam up against a guy like Cody Fister as a bit of a name. Um, I... Is that geared more towards uh, Adam, giving Adam a little more shine because he's a hometown guy? He's getting a bigger name, getting a chance to advance his career? <clears throat> well, as you alluded to, Adam Sens is probably, like I would argue that he is one of, if not the most exciting guy um, to watch fight in, in Ontario, if not in mm-hmm. Canada as well, regardless of weight class. I mean, there's, there's a short list of guys that are like must-see TV. Um, we happen to be very fortunate that, that, um, most of that handful of guys compete for BTC. I'd say that, um, super lightweight champ, Scott Hudson's another one. Um, but Ascenza at 55 in Canada is one of the best. Um, and people come from all over the place to watch this guy fight. It's crazy. The the following that he has, it's really insane, but I I get it because I get to sit five feet away from every single (laughs) one of his fights and it's unreal. He's he's just really really exciting. He's looking at to he's killer be killed. He's gonna not, you're not leaving there. I mean the Hamilton Ash fight was an anomaly in the fact that it went 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam is gonna knock you out or he's gonna die trying, and um, and, and he's ready. At, he's at a point in his career where we, he he needs a push. Like, there's no there's no local guy that just sort of bumming around that that uh, that he needs to fight. It's he's got a level himself up a bit and and, uh, and Fister's a perfect example of that Cody Fister did us a solid uh, beginning uh, of last year coming in late notice to fight Kyle Prepolek um, and, and on a few days notice fought his balls off um, didn't didn't um, didn't get the victory 
But, mm-hmm. um, you know, but so he's, we're familiar with him. He's a super tough, durable guy. That's, that's definitely going to give Adam a hard time. Um, but that, that fight there is, is worth the price yeah. of admission alone. You know, shit, eh? <laughs> I can't wait for that one. What are some other ones that, that stand as a fight fan, not business minded, some other ones on here that you're really happy you got to put together? <clears throat> well, the main event, I think, speaks for itself as well. Like yeah. the, the one-two punch now, I mean, the, the, the 25 title fight at uh, the co-main spot was, was going to be um, a hell of a fight, just like a, you know, one of those cartoon desktops where, just a, <laughs> you know what I mean? And at the end of the time, the one guy stands up. Um, the Ascenza now is, he's slotted in the co-main spot. But the main event, like I say, speaks for itself. No, there's not a lot of need to really uh, break that one down Ronson UFC PFL vet um, you know he's the couple of his losses are, are at the highest level and, and you could argue that uh, he should have got the nod for them yeah. um, we know what he's going to bring to the table we just were fortunate enough that I mean the timing couldn't have been better for that uh, um, looking for a fight episode with with Lampson um, but we've yeah. we've known about Troy for a very long time with him being across the border in Michigan like he he brings it um, he's a wrestler, uh, Ronson's the kickboxer. So that, that style matchup is going to be very intriguing. Um, but I would also say that the uh, series and Mateo Vogel is going to be one that, um, I don't know, man, that's, that's a 50, 50 <laughs> fight. And these are two, you rarely see two, two of the top prospects in the province, in the country, um, except to fight each other. A lot of the times these days, the guys are dodging and ducking more than, uh, you know, that movie dodgeball, um, <laughs> like, it's like these guys, just don't want to fight each other because they're afraid of, of losing. And, and Mateo and, and Siri both went approach with this fight, both jumped in head first. And, um, and even, and for Siri, it's, it's an even bigger challenge just given that he's dropping down a bantamweight for the first time in his career. Um, and he looks great. He's healthy, um, going into it, but this is the, this is the fight that I've got circled. Um, outside of the co-main and the main event spot that uh, that everyone should be watching out for, and and uh, this will this has got fight of the night written all over it. And as far as pacing, um, so there'll be like a is there going to be an intermission between the prelim and the main main card? Uh, it all depends on how things are rolling. Like if we're going through, if we're buzzing through the first uh, first four fights, um, we may we may um, do a, an intermission just to sort of let everyone sort of catch their breath and, and stretch their legs quick and. Um, you know, we had in, in Ottawa, we had, we were forced to take two separate intermissions, uh, on a card that had five boats on it, but because the, yeah, it was unfortunate. We only had five fights, but the, yeah. the fights were, the fights were amazing. I really encourage you to go check those ones out because you don't need a lot of time, uh, yeah. cause they were all first round finishes and, oh, um, shit. yeah, they were all first round and the, it's not like they were mismatched, mismatched fights either. Very evenly matched fights, but the the guy that won got it done quick. And the problem when that happens repeatedly is that the ambulance or the paramedics or the doctors are, are sitting stationed with a, an injured person. Um, wow. And then a few seconds later, there's another body that needs to be looked at by the doctor and then another one. So they, the commission had us take two separate breaks um, due to the lineup in the, <laughs> um, it's worth noting that everybody was okay. no, major issues or anything like that but stitches don't take 11 seconds to do whether there's four or 40 of them um so uh, pacing all depends on how the night uh, the night goes fortunately we can sort of dictate however we want to do it if we want to do a break um between the 
the the prelim or the yeah the, the prelims on the main card we will if we don't we won't yeah who so right now is it going to be a five fight main card uh four and four we'll probably four split it up unless uh, i mean i'm working on a couple things right now there's uh it's potential that or that we end up with with ten fights uh, at the end of the day uh, next week, but um, but yeah, it all depends on on how things go with weigh-ins and and uh, and all that stuff that um, that kind of bout order or or prelim main card stuff. Um, given that we're not broadcast on the TV or streaming or anything like that, we're not super concerned about how you break down the prelims in the main card. Right, and that's because I was just looking, trying to think. Obviously, Ronson Lampson's the the main main event. Uh, Ascenza Cody, are they moving into the co-main slot with Clark? Correct. Right now? Yep. Yep. That's and right. And you'll have Sydney and Vogel. Um, yep. And then who would be the fourth? Connor and Hogg. <clears throat> uh, no. It's just because w- it's listed on Tapology, right? Where I think, as far as I know, yeah. Hogg just made his pro debut, and Seth has no. He has Seth Seth's own two, and Luke's making his debut. Yeah. Um, no, oh, this I is think, Luke's debut. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah, this okay. is Luke's debut. So um, the way, if I'm just looking at, I'm uh, like Tapologies has all the right fights, but it's definitely not even close to the right order. Yeah, I can tell this um, is in order. That's why yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, that's a, and that's okay. I mean, it's I'd rather the, at least really there, the, right. Yeah, the order doesn't matter so much as the accurate and correct fights are, are listed. That's what I'm most in the right weights and all that stuff, and and they've done a good job at. Uh, at getting the weights correct and, and the opponents paired up and all that good stuff. So I think if we're going to go main card, we'll go Ronson, um, Ascenza, City, um, probably uh, Cameron. And then um, if we're going to do five, let's just for fun, we'll do five. It would be the um, Chris Allard, Xavier Nash fight, okay, I think. Okay. Which that one too, that's secretly a wicked fight. Chris Allard and Xavier Nash, that fight's going to be bonkers for sure. There you go, everyone. That's the sleeper. Pay attention. Be in the yeah. building for that one. I, I think so. I, I would think so. Like just looking at it, like two two guys that are you know, relatively unassuming, alert, very quiet guy, two and two. Uh, we've seen him before. Uh, he fought. Uh, I think it might have been his pro debut against uh, Matt Special, uh, who's a stud. Um, and then Xavier Nash. We watched him go 15 minutes with Scott Hudson, and that was. Like mm. waiting for the judge's decision, going fuck is go either no way. Shit. I have no idea who. Like this was it was a tough. Scott tough Hudson's another exciting one. <clears throat> yeah, man, and 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 Nash took him the distance and, and fought. Like he got in there and fought him. Like there was mm. no dicking around. He didn't. He wasn't going in and roll over just to, <laughs> just for a couple bucks. He went in there. And was like, no, let's fucking go. We're gonna fight and and and, uh, and let's go. So cool. he's 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 coming off of a shoulder injury. Um, uh, but yeah, and, and he stepped up on, you know, his, who was Chris supposed to fight? Did Chris have a guy and his guy got injured? I can't remember, but Nash has not been like preparing for two months to, to for this fight, by the way. Oh, shit. So yeah, yeah not, not real short. He's notice, had about but, a month, but... six weeks, something like that, but it's oh. not like a full camp that he, everybody wants. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that fight's going to be really, really good. Um, that's another one that I'm super excited for. I mean, I'm excited for all of them. It's so cheesy for me, but ooh, Cameron and Paul Mary, I'm super excited for. I, I genuinely, and I mean it when I say that I'm really excited for all of them. Like even Avnas Chowdy, this guy comes to break your face every single time that he goes to fight. Uh, he's he's fought Siri twice and uh, had Siri hurt in one of the fights. He had him hurt, and I thought for sure Holy that shit. he was going to finish him out. Yeah, man, he's uh, he's a he's again he's a really quiet guy. Keeps to himself. Um, he, he's now finally after three pro fights, he's, 
in an MMA gym and he's learning how to wrestle, he's learning jujitsu and it's not just uh, him in a bag, um, mm-hmm. in the, in the basement somewhere, you know what I mean? So, um, he comes to, he comes to smash forest, forest airs, um, undefeated amateur prospect coming up, um, from Chris Lee Burns gym in London there. Oh, like yeah, another London. guy that were, yeah, yeah, another yeah, dude yeah. from London. I mean, you know, the, right now the, those guys are the busiest gym, um, you could argue in in the area, uh, they're doing they're banging amateur fights out. They got a good solid pro team now, um, so that these are two guys that I'm excited to to see how they work out. Luke Hogg and Seth Connor, same type of deal. Luke's uh, Luke's had a handful of amateur fights. Connor's had a bunch of them. Um, dropped his two first pro fights, but uh, you know, so they're both going to be hungry to to pick up a win. Both guys are relatively local, so they're going to want to definitely want to pick that win up at home. Um, you know, so the, I, I'm excited about all these fights. They're all really good fights. And um, it's you asked me about a fight. I'm going to say I'm really excited for it, no matter which one it is. <laughs> it, it, I can't help myself. I, I don't want to say that because it's repetitive. And, oh, yeah, of course you are, dickhead. You have to say that. It no. is true, though. This is this is a real nice card. Like, this is fucking... For regional MMA, this is, you know, this is the pinnacle right here for, like, and this a is regional the, MMA the, show. The, the beauty thing is, too, and I appreciate you saying this, this is the ninth time we're going to do this. If you look at... And I... I dare you to, to find the time to watch every single one of our fights today, to yeah. date. There's one shitty fight. And who is it? I'm or not you don't want to put them on blast. I'm not okay. want to put them on blast. No, I do not want to do that. That's fair. But I had to shoot, right? I of course, of course. Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. I, I won't do it because um, I like the, the two guys that were involved in it. It just was not a. It was not a great fight. Simple as that. You're not. We've been lucky that eight fights deep. We've had one one less than awesome fight. The rest have been stellar. So well, we're, we're or, a, or a few fights that have been, you know, in the history of you doing this that you put together, and when it was all done, you just kind of brushed the dirt off your shoulder, like, yeah, I did that. Poof. That's not an easy <laughs> fuck. That's not an easy question. We're gonna that, be all fucking night, eh? <laughs> we could we, we could be. I mean, I'd have to go back and look, but right off the top of my head, I remember very 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 clearly the uh, Anastasia. Nicolo Kakis and Coralie Dixon fight from BTC one or BTC two. Um, that was really like, you know, you light the stick of dynamite, throw it in a, in a cave and boom, it was, <laughs> fuck, it was, it was a really, really, really good fight. Let me see. Yeah. That was number one. That was number one. Um, I can, I can't get the, the vision of a sons of knocking out uh, Sean Wallace out of my head. I can't get the, uh, Series City, the head kick knockout at um, in in Ottawa at seven. Um, there's a picture that that one of our photographers captured. It's so savage, where Bastine <laughs> is is knocked out stiff. His eyes are are rolled back in his head. Uh, the ref is diving to take Siri off of him, and Siri's looking back with this murderous look in his face at at his corner. Um, with his tongue hanging out, it, it's oh. it's like a thing that you'd see on the Nature Is Metal Instagram. Um, <laughs> I love so that those things are st- stuck in my head. Um, Vladimir Kazbikov's fight in Windsor last year was a, a um, I mean, it didn't start off uh, all that hot, but but the way that he finished and stiffened up Chuck Mady, um, Scott Hudson when he fought um, Dewan Pickney, that was uh, that was a good one. Uh, anytime Matt Special gets in the cage, um, 
it's generally unforgettable. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kid is that kid's a beast. Um, there's so many of them, man. Like there's really there's so many um, so many good fights that we've been fortunate to see. Um, and I don't even go back and watch them once they're done. Uh, not that I'm done with them, but it's just okay. We're, we're on, to the, on next. to the next. We got to go on to the next. And I'm always looking forward rather than behind. And I don't have a ton of free time that I can go back and 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 really enjoy sort of the fruits of our labors. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle Preplek and Fister was was a uh, was a dynamite fight too. Um, Lindsay Garbutt, anytime she fights is yes. is uh, is awesome. I love her to death. Um, Yes, she's awesome. She's been. A, she's a vet around here too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's got. She's, I think fifteen MMA fights. 15, yeah. She's she's uh, up there. You know, fights. like the, the Josh Hills and the Elias Theodoros and like fucking. She's been. She's been on this circuit a long time. She's a pioneer, bro. She's a pioneer. Yeah, no man. question about it. Yeah. Yeah. Can't say enough good things about her. Speaking of mo- uh, moving forward, like you said, uh, June is the next uh, next event. BTC ten. June sixth, Burlington. June sixth, yes, Burlington. Sir. What's on the what's on the agenda for that so far? Anything that you guys have scheduled announced out there? Nothing announced. Uh, definitely um, because I've got a few screws loose. I had some time earlier this week that I started pen, putting uh, pen to paper on on what I'd like to see on that one. Um, definitely nothing that I would like to share at the moment. But I no can, no <laughs> I wasn't shooting that time. <laughs> it's night. It's called the Night of Champions, um, and that's just it's kind of like our WrestleMania. Um, the, the Burlington training center is located obviously in Burlington. So that's home base for us. Um, so I, so I kind of like our WrestleMania, like I say, so we try to do that one up real big every year. And, um, and I don't ex- I expect this one to be much bigger than, than the ones we've done in the past, um, with plenty of gold to go around and uh, definitely a lot of familiar names and, and faces, uh, will be in Burlington on June the 6th at the central arena. Awesome. We'll be talking. Uh, well, after this event, we'll be talking again, and obviously leading up to that, and uh, mm-hmm. more and more, more and more as BTC grows and does more and more shows. Uh, before I let you get out of here, is there anything we're missing for fight fans need to know about BTC Nine? <clears throat> BTC Nine. No, I think we're covered most of it. Um, tickets. The the floor is sold out. So if you were hoping to sit, uh, um, you know, close to me or or get right close to the uh, the fans or the the fights for rather. Um, you'll have to do it from the lower bowl because I do believe the floor is now sold out. Um, but that's, uh, no big deal. Still lots of those, uh, available. Um, definitely the upper bowl uh, sections of that, if we, that are opened up 25 bucks for those spots. So if you, if you're, Can't beat you know, that. if you're balling on a budget, man, and you want to, <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, if you're balling on a budget and you want an affordable night out and, uh, something unique, something interesting, um, check it out. Because, uh, in, again, with Burlington being home base, I have the ability to sort of bring in some different people that, that have never been before. And uh, I brought a few of the, the ladies from the office at work, and they brought their um, gentlemen friends with them. So there's, these are four individuals that have never once been to one of these events. Wow. And they were floored. I kept checking in on them, you know, parts through the show. They were amazed at, at the, either skill level the the professionalism of the event itself and how things were going and and uh, and you know they'd seen some boxing here and there on TV or whatever but nothing quite like this and and they were hooked immediately hooked series neighbor uh, like went out of his we saw my badge he was like hey do you you know work here yeah he's like Siri got hurt he was gonna give me like sell me back my t- or yeah buy buy back my ticket because he wasn't fighting and I said nah forget it I'll come and, and support and check it out I've never seen it so I. 
I want to see what it's all about. He goes, I'm hooked. I'm yep. hooked. I'll be at all these things. You keep coming, doing these things. I'm coming. These, this is awesome. And that's what we're trying to do. We make it affordable so that people with even the slightest little bit of interest can, can roll the dice, so to speak on. Let yeah. me fuck it. Let me dump 25, 30 bucks exactly. on a ticket. I'll go check it out. Have Boom. They're hooked. Beers, watch Boom. fights. Hey man, whatever you're into, you can do it. And, and you're, I'm guaranteeing you get to have a good time. Yeah. Um, there's no question I, about it. I know a ton of people from around the area that are going um, long before I even started talking to Patrick about uh, setting up some interviews for the show and getting some details on the fight card uh, a few weeks ago. I had people reaching out to me on Facebook, text me, whatever, saying, because they know I'm so like I'm into MMA so much. They're like, hey, what's this thing that's going down at the odd? I heard about this thing on the radio. I saw this thing on the internet. Like, is it legit? And I'm telling them all, like, yeah, like it's it's gonna be awesome. You need to go. And I would say a good 80, 90 percent of those people have got back to me, like, yo, I got my tickets. So mm-hmm. It's uh, it's the definitely buzz a buzz the, here. The, there's Sorry, there's a buzz, yeah. Like I I see some of the stuff from social and the different ads that we're running and stuff like that. There's definitely buzz. Um, which is fantastic you know just hopefully that translates to people going through the the turnstiles and showing up to to check it out um to just to go back to your your point about the looking forward i don't know that if it's that it's been publicly announced yet but btc um what are we at nine ten so 11 and 12 we've we figured out when that's happening um august 22nd in brampton okay um and then november the 21st uh, the third Saturday, I think, um, in uh, in November, we'll be at St. Catharines in the Meridian Center. Nice. I love the way you guys spread it out too, going around to you know what I mean. Not just stick it in. Well, home base, like you said, is Burlington, but yeah. you've re- you've touched Windsor. You're going to touch Kits- Kitchener. You're going to St. Catharines. You know, you touch Hamilton. Like all these all these areas of Southern Ontario. Uh, you guys been was it Mississauga as well? Was it that? We did a show. Our second show was in Oakville. Oakville. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, I love that you guys are doing that and spreading it around. Um, cause it, you're definitely touching new markets cause people as lazy as people are lazy. Right. And if they don't hear a thing like UFC, they're like, well, I'm not going to drive from Cambridge to fucking wherever Hamilton or St. Catharines. If it was UFC, they might, but they think this, but when you're touching these backyards, I think that's how you're going to get, you know, BTC 10 people in Kitchener are going to say, hold on, wait, it's just a quick trip to Burlington. I went to the last one. It was awesome. Right. So right. They're, they're well, that's, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that the one thing that I'm hoping to sort of cross over between those two events is that I'm, I'm really hoping and, and working on uh, now uh, for the June show, a little bit of Kitchener flavor um, on that Burlington show that, that we may not have um, with us this coming weekend. So okay. um, the, the, I'm hoping I can get it sorted by the weekend so that we can make the announcement on Saturday so that those 2,500, 3,000 people that are there will be, fired up and half of them at least half of them will want to come to the burlington show um, for that announcement so we're working on some big things uh like i say come june we'll be looking at at uh, 2021 uh, different spots where we're going to go we haven't done any repeat visits aside from burlington uh Mm -hmm. thus far i don't know if we plan to but i mean if there's a market it's like say kitchener blows us out of the water with our expectations we're coming back you know the (laughs) the niagara region we were there in the fall last year and um they blew they blew our minds with the support the the mayor of uh, niagara falls was was so grateful that we were there he was so excited he was thrilled that like at the end of the night he couldn't believe it um he had a hell of a time so the the fun thing is that there's markets that are calling us saying hey can you guys come do a show here that's awesome 
that screams right. success, man. That is awesome. Good for you guys. So that, that's that the so idea, good. and we don't want to we don't want to do too many repeat visits to, and water it down yeah. the the brand, right? So um, if Kitchener is great, we may not come back 2021, but we come back 2022. People are going to be freaking out, like, "Thank God you're finally coming back." This is blah blah yeah. blah. That's the idea. So we want to touch as many markets as we can to get those local athletes a spot to shine in their backyard, which they may not get um, or have had the opportunity before. So at the end of the day, it's, it's all about the, the athletes and giving them an opportunity to, uh, to stay active, stay busy, but also, you know, fight in the backyard. Yeah, and uh, with those four events, BTC 9, June, August, and then the, the one in the fall, is that um, that'll be it for the year? You guys banked on those four events? You're not going to try to squeeze something in anywhere? I'm always trying to squeeze them in. Oh. It's not, it's, <laughs> if, if we can do, if we can do a, a fifth on the year, um, that means that I've won the argument. Um, and, and we constantly, and I, I don't know why we even fight about it because it's, it's so, there's so much work that goes into these shows that, that it's like, God, there's no rest because, you know, we're February, end of February, I'm already looking at the June show, which is insane. So why would I want to, um, throw more fuel on that fire? Mm. You know, but it's because I love it. I, I absolutely love yeah, yeah. it. And so um, I have I have fun fun doing it. I, I love doing it. The group that we have is is fantastic, and the the athletes have all been all been awesome for the most part. So um, like, why wouldn't I want to keep doing it? But yeah, four for sure. Um, like I say, if we can squeeze in a fifth, I, I win some sort of an argument or a bet, or I have photos. <laughs> Regardless, you won. <laughs> That's right. And uh, before I let you get out of here, we got to go to one more important thing. I know you went sure. to Theo Vaughn last week. How was it? How was it, dude? It was fucking. I was awesome. I was. I, I. I'll be honest with you. I went in there with like really, really low expectations because, uh, I think maybe like Tuesday night, um, my wife hadn't seen or heard of the guy before she was coming with us. So I'm like, all right, let me just give you a taste of what this guy's all about. I put on his special from 2015 or 16 or whatever. And it was garbage. I turned it off oh. like 15 minutes and it was junk. I'm like, fuck. I really hope that Shit. he's improved over the last you know, few, four years. Um, we were going to my, my sister-in-law bought the tickets for my brother for his birthday. And um, we were trying to get Dalia, but he had sold out. He was in Rama in June or January, rather. He had sold out. So um, she saw the Theo was there, whatever. So I went in there with like the lowest expectations. And the host was fantastic. He was really good in his 10, 15 minutes. The opener, who I'd seen before, uh, was hilarious. And then with Theo, so I was already, like, they did a good job of warming us up because I was, I was red hot by the time he came on. Awesome. And within, within minutes, I was full-blown tears down my face and my nose. I was laughing my <laughs> ass. It was, and start to finish, he, was, he burned through the hour. And it was, it was awesome. It was it really, I'm glad the expectations were so low because he, it was a grand slam. I couldn't have been happier with it. It was, it was a really fun night. Yeah, um, I'd really like to see him. Who else, who else well, have you seen? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I'll who have I seen stand up wise? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, I went to something in the fall uh, in Hamilton that was like a just for laughs kind of tour that they were doing with three comedians and Rick Mercer was the host. That was okay. Oh, wow. Rick um, Mercer. That's a name yeah. I haven't heard in years. Yeah, they really they rolled out the old relic. <laughs> um, he he was pretty good. I mean, he was uh, definitely some of his jokes were geared towards his more age demographic stuff. Yeah. Dad um, jokes and shit. 
Yeah, a lot of dad jokes and like political stuff from like whatever he did on TV that mm-hmm. uh, sort of missed their mark with me because I could give two shits about politics. But yep, me um, too. I'm with you. Uh, who the I, I can't remember the dude's name. I tried to find him on Instagram and stuff, but I can't remember. He had headlined that, and and it was really good. Uh, I saw Tom Segura a couple a year or two ago. Oh, I would love to see he's, him live. Yeah, he's my he's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, and I think I can't remember beyond that. It's been it's been a while since I've seen anybody. Um, but I'd like to see Bill Burr. I'd like to see Chris D'Elia. Yep. Um, Chappelle would be awesome. I think Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I th- I, I don't know. I I, a need fan? A f- I was absolutely a fan. Oh, hundred percent okay. a fan. I just don't know that I'd be able to afford a ticket. Oh. <laughs> That's all. Like the the one dude that I'm, I'm I'm I could watch his specials on repeat right now is Sebastian Maniscalco. That okay. dude is hilarious. If you haven't seen him, you got to check I him out. He's, but I know exactly who you're talking about. He's got three or four things um, things on Netflix specials on Netflix. They're they're all hilarious. It's like like for me, really laugh out loud, funny, and I don't laugh out loud when I laugh. Um, he's he's really really funny. He's in Niagara Falls in a I don't know a month or two, but the tickets are like two hundred bucks. Whoa. And, uh, for one ticket. Fuck that. Fuck that for stand-up comedy? Fuck yeah. that. But, but this, and this is the thing. I paid 52 bucks a piece for, for Theo and oh. would have paid 100 and change for it because the show was that good. Okay. There's a couple of clips of, of Sebastian that, that right for me, I, I watch it, I laugh my ass off. I, go, I, I would dump two bills on the ticket for this guy in a heartbeat. I right? Then I come home and roast. I say again? I wonder what it costs to go to one of those, one of those roasts. Where they have like a whole panel, like you know, like the like the Justin Bieber oh, roast or any of those. Yeah, you don't pay. You don't, nobody's in there. Nobody that's in there has purchased a ticket. That's 100%. I guess. Yeah, they're all celebrities in there, right? It's yeah, all invite. Like it's all invite yeah. the guy's friends, his family, and stuff like that. Um, and those things too. I mean, they're they're kind of funny, but it's only for me. It's only funny when like when Martha Stewart or what um, she had those jokes about Snoop or. Yeah, being yeah. in jail and stuff. Someone wrote that for her. But yeah, yeah. That, I think that's Tony Hinchcliffe. Fun. Probably. I'm pretty sure he was it was on Rogan saying that. I'm pretty sure he was saying he wrote them for her. But that's like that's uh, I, I wouldn't a comedian making fun of another like Jeff Ross making fun of somebody else, like big deal. They would do that wherever. Yeah. You know? But uh no, I I love stand up comedy. Me um, too. Uh yes, yeah, Sebastian would be like the top. Right now he's he's one of my favorites. Him, Delia Burr and um uh tom segura for sure like my top five i have no time for brendan Schaub. that guy's not funny no god no i haven't even watched his stand-up i'm not gonna bother it's no. like I, apparently it's so bad that it's not even funny bad it's just fucking bad well <clears throat> hopefully he just uh hangs the mic up or fuck it let him keep working at it give him another shot yeah. but not for me and even the him and theo that's that's, that's not, not for my, me either no, I mean, you can call somebody um, a, a wet muskrat like how many friggin' times before it's not know. funny. Yeah. But anyway, we digress. Yeah, the, 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 uh, the fight fans are hating awesome us right show. now. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of cross-reference there. Um, so anyone that went to see Theo this weekend in Toronto, and I know that there was a bunch from even from the gym and, and um, our little circle here, uh, a bunch of different people went and, uh, and had a great time. So those that didn't go missed out. But I would recommend next time he's in town checking him out. Nice. All right, Rob. Uh, let everyone know where they can find you. Any other things you want to plug before I let you get out of here? I uh, definitely want to plug the show this weekend, February 29th, at the Odd in Kitchener, BTC Nine. Uh, we got a loaded card as per usual. 
Um, tickets available btcfight.ca. Um, they there'll be some tickets available at the door, obviously. So check that out. Um, anybody that's uh, an aspiring um, athlete, shoot me a message on Instagram or Twitter, Robert J Weavers two. Um, and that's because I'm the second, not because I fucked up my first account and made a second one. Um, <laughs> I, I am Robert J Beavers the second. That's why. Um, check us out. Uh, yeah, BTC Fight. Follow an account to follow is BTC Fight. Um, the the guys that work the social media and and that sort of stuff do a, a hell of a job with the promos and stuff like that. Keep an eye on that for for athlete signings. We're we're definitely signing guys. Uh, uh, for future shows, uh, announcements for future shows, stay tuned to that stuff. So BTC fight, uh, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff is where you'll find all of our information. Um, anyone that wants to know how they can get licensed or where they should go train or anything like that to feel free to shoot me a note and, and I'll be happy to guide them down the right path, um, or put you in a fight. Awesome. There we have it. Thanks for your time, Rob. I really appreciate it. And I will see you Saturday night. Thank you, my man. Shoot me a text or a DM. Uh, I'd like to meet you for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We need to meet face-to-face for there for sure. Awesome. I appreciate your time, brother, and taking the time to talk to the guys, too. It, it really means a lot. Yes. No, man. It means a lot for you guys coming here. And I've, like I said at the start of this, I've wanted, uh, I've wanted MMA in that building for years now, so I have to do my part. As soon as I saw the announcement, I was like, hold on. i got to get a hold of somebody here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For real. That's man. awesome. Thanks again. All right. Man. I'll talk to you on uh, on Saturday. All right, brother. Thanks. Later. Bye. 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 And there we have Rob Beavers, BTC matchmaker, chiming in on many things from matchmaking to finances to stand up comedy. A little bit of, little bit of something for everyone in there. Uh, so, as you've heard, BTC Nine going down February 29th at the Odd in Kitchener, Ontario. You can still purchase tickets, btcfight.ca or theodd.ca. Uh, running out fast, you're down to about a week left now, and it is going to be a legit MMA event. As I mentioned to Rob on there, there have been, like, that was no bullshit, there has been a lot of people reaching out to me wondering what exactly is going on here, and as Rob's job, he just has to hype the show up, right? It could be a card full of just no good fights whatsoever, and you still gotta, you gotta hype it up, but there's zero lies detected in the things he said. This card is... It's dope from top to bottom. If you're an MMA fan and you don't go, what's going to happen is you're going to say, fuck, I wish I would have went to that event. So trust me, get out there, gobble up those tickets while they're still available. Um, And if MMA is something that you're a casual fan of, you can still go to this. Like Rob said, 25 bucks gets you in the door. You spend more than that on pizza. Don't give me that shit. So February 29th, BTC9, The Odd, Kitchener, Ontario. Get those tickets. Thanks again to Rob Beavers for joining us. Really appreciate his time. Look for some other content uh, as the week goes on leading up to the fight. We're going to have some fighters uh, on the show to talk to you and you know, give you the, their perspective, talk about their lead up to this event, and uh, talk about working with BTC. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at TheBuildingDT. Make sure you follow and subscribe, YouTube, iTunes, Google, Spotify, all those places. And until next time, thanks for listening. Out. The building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. Building downtown. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. Ch-ch-ch-chumba. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.